0: Welcome back to the Bible Tract Echoes radio broadcast. I'm your host, evangelist, Micah McCurry, and I'm excited to share with you our next discipleship study from here at Bible Tracks Incorporated. It's an interesting topic that we tackle today. And as always, you can get this particular Bible study from our website, BibleTracksInc.org. You can order it completely free of charge. What's our topic for today? Well, We're talking about tongues and healing Specifically, speaking with tongues Or the supposed gift of tongues and healing Before we get into that very interesting topic I'd like to share with you another gospel tract highlight Let me tell you about a gospel tract called The Gift Now, of course, I think you know what God's gift is It's God's love for all But let me read the first few lines of this track that our founder, Evangelist Paul Levine, wrote. Now, we've shipped hundreds of thousands of this gospel track all over the world, and we'd love to deliver some to your mailbox as we are in this almost Christmas season. I don't know what your opinion is on playing Christmas music before or after Thanksgiving. I know tensions can be high. Some people say that you should never play Christmas music before Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving Day. Some would even say that not until the Friday immediately after Thanksgiving should we play Christmas music. I don't know what your opinion is and I'm kind of ambivalent about it myself. I love Christmas music kind of all the time, but to keep the peace sometimes, I won't play until after Thanksgiving. But regardless, let me tell you about this Christmas track. I'm telling you about it now because you might need to order some today to make sure you have enough to pass out for all of December. Now, this gospel track, The Gift, it works well throughout the rest of the year. So feel free to order a few extra than you think you can get out in December, and you can keep them for January and February as well. But let me tell you about it. It says this, You'd be surprised if you knew how many blessings God wants to give you. All of these gifts are found in the gift of God, His own dear Son, Jesus Christ. Here's a verse that you probably know, John three sixteen. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish, but have everlasting life. You know, God gave His Son. Isaiah prophesied 600 years before Christ came in Isaiah 9-6 that that exact eventuality was going to occur. Let me ask you this, friend. Do you want peace with God? Do you long for hope? Are you seeking forgiveness? God wants to give you all of these things things. But we have to confront your need, your need for the free gift of God's Son. Now, you can order this gospel tract completely free of charge. Of course, there's much more. I barely read a quarter of it, and I'd love to send it to you completely free. Our ministry for over eight decades has been based off of the necessary need that gospel workers must have the tools to be able to proclaim and evangelize the world. Friend, the gospel is free. So are our tracts. And so please take advantage of this opportunity as we approach the middle of the week. If you order today, there's a chance you might actually have them in your mailbox by Friday or Saturday of this week, assuming the Postal service works on time, but if not, you'll have them early next week and you'll have them for the entirety of the month of Christmas of December. And so please avail yourself of that. Visit our website, BibleTracksInc.org. Now I'd like you to grab your Bible. As we did yesterday, I'm going to give you just a sneak peek of this discipleship study. Yesterday we talked about false teachers from Discipleship Study number 16, and today we jump into number 17 talking about tongues and healing. Look at the book of Second Peter, chapter number 2, 2 Peter chapter 2, I'll join you there in just one moment. Let me give you an introduction to this concept. In the last 20, 30, even 40 years, a phenomenon has taken place in our nation and in the world. It's called the charismatic movement, and I'll parenthetically say this, that this discussion today pairs very well with what we heard yesterday on false teachers because this kind of goes hand-in-hand hand as far as studies go. And so if you missed our study beginning the week yesterday, make sure you find it on our podcast. Just search for The Bible Tract Echoes anywhere that you like to listen to podcasts, and I'm sure you will find it. But as I was saying, in the last three or four decades, a phenomenon has taken place in our nation called the charismatic movement. Charismatic, that word, comes from the Greek word for spiritual gifts or charisma, speaking in tongues, faith healing. Those terms are used kind of interchangeably and often at times. But here's the question. Is it scriptural? Is it for us today? Well, as we made mention of yesterday the devil, and his false teachers, are extremely subtle. They're very sneaky, very devious. He makes that which is not right seem so very right, and that which is false seem so true. Some of the largest churches, in America at least, are charismatic churches. Does being large, though, equate to their doctrines being right? 70,000 people can attend a sports game of some kind, but that does not mean God is present and that the activity is somehow spiritual. But why has this movement become so very prevalent today? Well, I think it can be summed up very quickly in this statement. We are a generation that goes by feeling. Here's what I mean. If it feels good, do it, is so often the motto. Of our humanistic and godless society. The liquor and drugs our world has consumed is all for a feeling. Look in your Bible. 2 Peter chapter 2, verses 18 and 19 say this for when they speak great swelling words of vanity, they allure through the lusts of the flesh, through much wantonness. Those that were clean escaped from them who live in air. While they promised them liberty, they themselves are their servants of corruption. For of whom a man is overcome, of the same is he brought into bondage. Following are some statements from charismatic participants. Real quotes from people that are a part of these sort of events. I know when I go there, I feel good. Now friend, if what you feel or what you like is the only litmus test for what you think is righteous, then it's very easy to become confused and distracted from truth. You see, this is the same reason that people drink and do drugs and are participants in immorality. Many Mormons, Hare Krishnas, Buddhists, Jehovah's Witnesses, they feel good in those churches, but that does not make their doctrine correct. Here's another statement. Experience and feeling have made it unnecessary to follow doctrine. Wow. I'd like to point out three key watchwords in this movement feeling, experience, and love. More emphasis is put on these than on the scriptures. And I'd like to back up and refresh your memory in that with each of these discipleship studies, my goal is not to give you my opinion, it's to give you Bible. And that's why with each of these points, my desire is to give you some Bible that will support the position of, therefore, the Bible. I don't need you to believe what Micah McCurry believes. I'd like you to consider what God says about these things. Here's another statement. I don't care what the Bible says, I know what I felt. Friend, you must be very careful. You're treading on thin ice. Here's another reason why this sort of movement has taken the world by storm. Because we are a generation that wants and desires unity. Now, this desire for unity may come from a good place. I'm not downplaying or poo-pooing the idea of unity, understand that if it's not centered around the right things, the right doctrine, about around righteousness, then friend, we're missing the point. Here's another reason why it's growing by leaps and bounds because our generation not only is scripturally ignorant, but we often use Jesus as a crutch. Speaking of using Bible, let's look at Proverbs 16, verse number three. Proverbs 16, verse three. I'd like to point out that feelings come after the facts. Understand that Proverbs 16.3 says, Commit thy works unto the Lord, and thy thoughts shall be established. Friend, you don't start with feelings and build your life off of that. No, friend, you commit your works unto the Lord, and then thy thoughts shall be established. There are multiple errors in the charismatic movement, one of which is Revelation Prophecy. If you look at Revelations chapter 22 and verse number 19, the Bible says, And if any man shall take away from the words of the book of this prophecy, God shall take away his part out of the book of life and out of the holy city and from the things which are written in this book. Now, that's very cut and dry. Basically, what God is saying is don't mess with, don't add to or take away from God's word. But the charismatic movement is of the opinion with their idea of revelation prophecy that this false doctrine teaches that God is not finished revealing himself to man. For instance, what that means is they don't believe the Bible is enough. It's not the final and absolute authority to to them. That's where statements like visions of God told me to raise $8 million or he would kill me. How foolish is that? That's a false teacher. One charismatic said this, God does not restrict this revelation to the Bible or to our ordained ministry. Anyone with an authentic gift of prophecy may speak the very words of God. Now, here's what I'd say. Anyone can read the Bible. Therefore, anyone can proclaim truth. But friend, God does not give the gift of prophecy in these days. The Bible is God revealed to us. We don't need extra teaching by self-proclaimed Prophets. We could spend longer than I have right now telling you and enumerating all of the additional reasons why biblically these people are wrong. Now, I don't say that in a derogatory or hateful way at all. My desire personally is to be as close to the scriptures as possible, and that's my desire for you as well. And so that's why I tell you this, and that's why I also recommend to you that you get this discipleship study for yourself and see these scriptures. Now, I'm looking here at the last few pages and there are no less than a dozen different scriptures and more that you can read for yourself that give you some biblical proof texts as to why this charismatic movement is less than true. So friend, let me encourage you. Iron sharpeneth iron, and that's my goal, is to be a friend to you as it pertains to things of the Bible. Before we sign off today, let me encourage you once again to get our gospel track called The Gift. I would love to send you some for free. That's what our ministry is all about. Really, when you order from our website, all you're doing is helping us do what the Lord has called us to do. Thank you so much for being a part of our broadcast today. I'd love to hear from you personally. Reach out if you would. The announcer will be on to tell you all about how you can do that. God bless. Have a great day